Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. While Jesus was speaking, an official came forward, knelt down before him, and said, My daughter has just died. But come, lay your hand on her, and she will live. Jesus rose and followed him, and so did his disciples. A woman suffering hemorrhages for twelve years came up behind him and touched the tassel on his cloak. She said to herself, If only I can touch his cloak, I shall be cured. Jesus turned around and saw her and said, Courage, daughter, your faith has saved you. And from that hour, the woman was cured. When Jesus arrived at the official's house and saw the flute players and the crowd who were making a commotion, he said, Go away. The girl is not dead, but sleeping. And they ridiculed him. When the crowd was put out, he came and took her by the hand, and the little girl arose. And news of this spread throughout all that land. The Gospel of the Lord. Do you ever have cravings for a really tasty sandwich? Maybe you feel a hankering for a BLT or a French dip sandwich. Others prefer a good patty melt or a hearty meatball sandwich. And still others want a simple PBJ or really popular these days are avocado toast sandwiches. Now that I've got you in the mood for a good sandwich, do you know where the best sandwich shop is in the world? You'll find it right here in the Bible in the four Gospels, especially the Gospel of Mark. St. Mark makes the best sandwiches in the world, better than French dip and Reuben's and avocado toast. Mark makes faith sandwiches. And he taught that secret recipe to Matthew, Luke, and John, the other Gospel writers, too. What is a faith sandwich? Well, you will find these sandwiches most often in the Gospel of Mark. But you also find it in today's Gospel from Matthew chapter 9. As you know, a typical sandwich has two pieces of bread, one on top and the other on the bottom, with the meat or other ingredients in the middle. And like all sandwiches, the meat in the middle gives flavor to the rest of the sandwich and makes even the bread taste better. So too with the faith sandwich. The gospel writers begin with a certain story. And then the story is interrupted by a seemingly strange segue. And then he returns to finish the original story. The bread on the top and on the bottom of the sandwich are the original story. 
And the meat in the middle is the Segway story. Did you notice the faith sandwich in the gospel this morning? Matthew, who you might call Mark's sous chef, starts by telling the story of an official whose daughter has just died and asks Jesus to come and heal her. That story is the top slice of the bread. And then Matthew inserts the meat in the middle <laughs> by interrupting that story with the woman suffering from hemorrhages for 12 years. With great faith, a faith sandwich, she just touches the tassel of Jesus' robe and is healed. The meat in the middle of the sandwich is her great faith. And then Matthew returns to the original story with Jesus arriving at the little girl's home and the people ridicule him when he says the little girl is just asleep and not dead. And that's the bottom slice of the sandwich. Can you see the faith sandwich? Or better yet, can you taste it? By juxtaposing the stories of the woman with great faith and the people of little faith in the house, St. Matthew is teaching us the importance of and the difference that faith makes. Faith, like the meat in the middle, gives flavor to the whole sandwich. The woman's faith on the road was an example to the people's lack of faith in the house. And faith gives flavor to our whole life. And that is how you make the best sandwich in the world. A faith sandwich. My friends, would you like to learn the secret recipe and make your own faith sandwich? I am convinced that our whole life can be a huge faith sandwich. How so? Well, recently, two of our church staff members have had babies. One is named Juan Antonio and the other is named Oliver. Sometimes I carry the babies around the office and we pray the rosary together, and that immediately puts the baby to sleep, as it might you as well. But as I walk and look at these babies, I have noticed how elderly people share many of the traits as these babies do. Babies and the elderly take naps. They need other people to help them eat and change clothes and pick them up and put them in a seat. Sometimes we they wear diapers. Oh, sorry. Juan Antonio is big enough to be put in a contraption where he can stand and move his legs and walk. I asked his mother, Cecilia, what is that contraption called? Do you know what it's called? a walker. See any similarities with babies and the elderly? Babies don't drive cars, and some elderly people should not drive cars either. My point is that our years as a baby and our years as elderly are the two slices of bread of our life. And the meat is in the middle and gives flavor to the whole sandwich. 
So ask yourself today, what am I filling the sandwich of my life with? Is the meat in the middle of my life full of a lot of materialism and worldly goods, which would make a decent sandwich after all? Or is the meat in the middle of my life layers and layers of faith piled high with prayers and penance and patience? In other words, we can learn from the sandwich shop of the Gospels how to make a great faith sandwich of our whole life. Today, as we celebrate Independence Day here in the United States, you may not get to eat a sandwich, or maybe you will. But we will still have, may have a few quiet minutes to think about important things, like the blessings of freedom and the blessings of our faith. And you might even find yourself hankering for a really good faith sandwich. Praised be Jesus Christ.